This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the seminal. Chief Osceola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. Welcome to Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman here with you in our Magic Studios. Wednesday, January 29th. Magic off yesterday, off today. They'll be back at practice tomorrow, and then they'll be back on the floor on Saturday Saturday night at the Amway Center. The Miami Heat in town. Of course, we just saw those guys uh, on Monday night, uh, Sunday night, I should say, and uh, for the show today, we bring in Dante Marcatelli. He is on the horn, and and Dante, it's been uh, a weird week, certainly. Obviously, a, a, a rough week to sort of process everything with the passing of Kobe Bryant and the Magic. Are you know that they, they've had a rough stretch here, and it's been a, a rough couple days, rough couple weeks, to be honest. But uh, a couple days to rest and get back in the gym. And I was thinking about you know Cliff said the other day something that that kind of stuck with me. Practice time is at such a uh, at such a premium um, this time of year, and you know the NBA has done a great job of limiting back to backs and, and four games and five nights. But not only I think do the Magic need rest right now, but they need to get back uh, on the practice court and 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 just get some work in. And it is really really difficult to find practice time this time of year. And I think I think I'm hoping anyways we'll see that um, you know some dividends with a little bit more practice time right before the All Star break. No, I think you bring up a good point, Jake, and I think that's a big part of it. I, I think the the fact that you don't have time during the course of the season, uh, to, you know, a, a lot of time to to get into tweaking what the problem is offensively, what the problems are defensively. You know, Cliff can watch a game and he can watch the film and he can very quickly diagnose what the problem is. The the rub is when do you have time to implement the changes yep. in addition to scouting a different team. So you have such little time to go over everything, and you're putting in a game plan, and you're playing four or five of the best teams in the NBA, and you're trying to go out there and put in a game plan for that. But in the meantime, you've got some things that need fixing, and I think that's where the practice time comes in. So, yeah, I think that's a very valid point. You know, you get a couple of days kind of to yourself to just unwind and just relax and and mend and spend some family time and get caught up and rest and sleep and get your legs ready and then just come back and be ready to get after it. And I think that's the big thing for this team because they've, they've shown it. And I think that's a kind of a big part of what happened last year when they finished 22 and nine, they just, they had pockets where they were able to put in some, some, you know, some more things and some more plays and, and some more sets. And I think they'll have, they'll have a chance to do that, but they got to get everybody back on the same page, rolling in the same direction. That's the only way this thing's going to work. And you got to eliminate as many mistakes as possible. And, and you're right; the only way you can do that is to get more practice time. The schedule does break a little bit. I think you said yesterday what the 26th easiest schedule the rest of the way, uh, the well, remainder of the season. Now, so yeah, so Jake, if you look at it now, uh, there's it's, there's a discrepancy, but Tankathon has the Magic at 29th. So so it is the second easiest schedule moving forward. And there's another website. Uh, the uh, ranking gurus or whatever that have the magic as the easiest schedule moving forward. So it's coming in anywhere from 10 to 15, depending on what you look at it uh, for the entire season. So they've had a difficult schedule uh, certainly to this point, but you're right. It's, it's good. You know, they, they got to kind of start getting away from some of the iron in this league and start building up some momentum if they can. You mentioned last season, and obviously uh, I wasn't covering the team last year. What clicked for, to, to sort of key that 22-9 and nine finish? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a great question. I, something clicked defensively. I think that was a big part of it. Um, it coincided with uh, about the time that, that Kem Birch kind of became a full-time player. Uh, and I think he was a guy that was chomping at the bit to get an opportunity, came in and, and had a big impact. Um, it was unfortunate with the, with the injury to Mo, but, you know, Kem stepped in and, and filled a huge void that that team, that that team needed. And I think that was a big part of it. And they, they just caught fire. I, there was just a, there was just a determination and a fire and a grit about them the last 31 games where they went into every game committed to the defensive end. Yeah, okay, if we have good score nights, maybe we will, maybe we won't. But we are going to defend. And that mentality, just it just came. It all just came together after a rough January. And there we sit, January 31st, almost exactly a year ago, uh, and Indiana Pacers were in town. And it was a hard-fought game, but you know, that was a team that had beaten Orlando like a drum for three or four years. And they finally got over the hump and got a win and just kind of carried some momentum. Terrence Ross caught fire. Uh, DJ Augustine was terrific down the stretch. Uh, and, and we were healthy, Jake. We, there, were no, there, was, there were no injuries to this team, uh, hardly at all, and especially to the top four or five rotation players. They, they, there wasn't one top rotation player that missed four or five games last year. I mean, it was just incredible, the, the amount of, uh, you know, the, the lack of injuries that they had last year. Aaron Gordon was the team's best defender, and he would take the challenge of anybody. Kobe, Kawhi, didn't matter who. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Kobe's on everybody's brain yeah. you know, lately. LeBron, LeBron or Kawhi, uh, didn't matter who he would take, and he, he rose to the occasion. And, and so that was a big part of it. And then Jonathan Isaac started knocking down threes uh, the last couple months of the season. So there was a, there was a lot that went into it. But I think they just committed to the defensive end. And I think to your thing about practice, I think they're going to make that commitment this week. And I think we're going to see see a team that looks much different here on Saturday. We talk about we talk a lot about the um, I guess the three headed monster who you need offensively on a night to night basis on this team. And it's Nick Vucevic, it's Terrence Ross, and it's Evan Fournier. And I think you know Vuce. It feels like Vooch has been really, really struggling. But, you know, you go back a couple games, that OKC game, that Charlotte game, he had 24 and 10, 24 and 11. He just hasn't, I guess, had the, the level of consistency. His numbers aren't even that far down um, from the rest right. of the season over, over the course of the month. Um, but it does feel like certainly he's struggling right now. Last two nights, what, 5 of 15, 5 of 14 um, from the field. I, I'm not sure, and he mentioned this after the game um, against Miami, I'm not sure we're giving enough credit to the DJ Augustine injury and the adjustment yeah, that that true. makes for Nick Vucevic. And, and, and that's not a knock on Markel. They're just different players, DJ and Markel. And I think we're seeing that with Vooch right now. And that goes back to the practice thing. I think just getting a little bit more used to playing with Markel, um, we'll see a different Vooch moving forward, but that takes time. Yeah, no, it does. And they had developed a nice chemistry. And I think that certainly is miss- missing. Vooch knew exactly what to do. This is year four playing with DJ Augustine and, and knowing exactly where to go, where to screen, how to roll, how to pop, you know, and, and where DJ would hit him. And DJ knew where Vooch liked to get the basketball. And yep. That was a terrific tandem. So uh, they, they did work out a terrific chemistry. Markell is fantastic and a terrific point guard, but they don't, I, I think that chemistry is still coming. I think w- with him and everybody on this roster, and I think they're trying to find out where to be when Mikel, uh, when Markell has the basketball and, and where they can, kind of help him that they've all started to learn in transition to trail him uh, and he'll leave it for them and find guys open or if they cut to the basket he'll find them open but but where they're still I think feeling out the the rest of his game and I think that's to, to be on we don't know from a night-to-night basis 
where Markell is able to get to on the floor. Right. So that just takes time. We we got to see a guy for a year to know exactly, you know, at least to know what he's what he's capable of and what he likes to do with the basketball. So I, I think there's certainly is a, a feeling out process. There's no doubt about it. But there, but there needs to be Jake, and this is this was what Cliff talked about all last year was purpose of play, and he's talked about that this year at times too. And a way about you. Okay, you, so you may not shoot the basketball, but, man, you're running around like your hair's on fire, and you're setting hard screens, and you're freeing up your teammates. And if you don't have a shot, man, you put that ball on the floor and you create for yourself or swing it or whatever it takes. There's no holding of the basketball. That, that is just crippling to an offense. And that, so he kind of he just all year was on him with that purpose of play. And he's not, he's not been, he's mentioned it this year a lot, uh, sometimes uh, as well, but not as much as last year. And I think he'll get back to that, just having a, a way about you. There needs to be a method, a reason. You, you have to have purpose with the basketball. And we just, I, I don't know what it is, but I don't, I'm not afraid to say this team has just gone through the motions for a lot of stretches during these last handful of games. Not the whole time. And they've, they've, they have, there's games they've come out with great energy and haven't shot it well, but it has been a different feel uh, offensively and defensively. And that purpose of play has not been there. I think a lot, you know, we mentioned it yesterday. I, I do think a lot of that is the schedule. And I think the guys are beat up, but I think that will change. And, and I think that's what needs to happen. So regardless of who's on the floor and yeah, there's a feeling out process, but let's let's let that ball move let's get to the right spots let's set the right picks let's free up our teammates let's pass let's move let's move the defense and then same thing on the defensive end you got to talk you got to get them to the right spots you got to you got to know what a guy's capable of doing you got to know where you're supposed to be on your rotations when you help if you're the low man you know then you've got to call out the right plays and it's stuff that happens at times but it's not consistent enough still plenty of time i think this team has a big run in it um, but they got to get back to me to that that purpose of play, and that's okay. Vooch's numbers have been good in some games, but his his kind of his like aggression, as Steve Clifford has said, just has been different. It's not been what it was last year, or even at, at for stretches this year. So I think, and that's a lot of guys, you know, and not you know Evan. Let's let's not settle out there on the perimeter. Let's continue to play, make get to the basket, and Terrence, we got to knock down shots, you know. So it's it's everybody's got some stuff to think about here for the for the next couple of days. Come out, get back to what you do. Let's get that purpose of play going, and and I think you can. And with a break in the schedule, if it is in fact the first or second easiest schedule from here on out, all those factors could make for a fun final 34 games yeah it's funny when i've got all these ideas on how to get vooch going and and obviously evan is (laughs) you know well and evan is different too i mean he does a lot of different things offensively with terrence ross i don't i all i know is just make the shot you know i have no idea with t ross how to necessarily get him going because because he plays such a defined role within the magic offense it's just like and and as we know he almost prefers to have a hand in his face so it's not even like getting him open jumpers (laughs) is going to help here's how kim Here's how Kim made such an impact, though. Right. In, in saying that, Kim came in off the bench last year when Mo got hurt and realized if I set some bone jarring screens and get Terrence Ross open, that provides us offense. Yep. So, how many screen assists did he have? Then he quickly realized when I go to set a screen, my guy and Terrence's guy are going to try to get around the screen and go right to Terrence. 
ergo, I roll to the rim. <laughs> I get I get four or five dunks a game just rolling to the rim yep. and just cutting. And, and, and Terrence was finding them. So I think that, you know, all of that is just kind of missing, and it's not as consistent enough, guys. And Kemp's thrown into a completely different role. Right. But you're right. I, I think that was what was working so well. So not always Terrence coming in and knocking down shots, but when guys were rolling, you know, then you know he would make that pocket pass or that slip pass to to find a guy rolling to the rim. Now they're just there's not as much movement, and guys are just keying in on Terrence, and he has zero room nowadays to get the shot off. And when he is open, just lately it hasn't gone down. So uh, that that's you know that's you're right, you, Terrence. Okay, it's you to make shots or don't, but there are there is a lot that goes into it with him. Yeah, and as we know, screen man gets paid. I think that's another the, the, the famous, famous Kawhi quote. Um, one last thing. If you want to do silver linings, I, I do like what I've seen from Obama the last couple of nights. Michael Carter-Williams yeah. played a great game against the Clippers. The bench play has been, um, I think, trending upward the last few nights. Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. And the addition of Gary Clark and, you know, he comes back, maybe that adds another shooter yeah. and, and some more offense. And who knows, maybe you Eventually, you get to a, a BJ or a Vic, or you know, may, like BJ stepped in in LA and gave you a couple of minutes. Maybe from time to time, you could see that. But Wes has got to continue to do what he does, and he's got to provide energy and and terrific energy on the defensive end. Make plays, get deflections, get out in transition, get to the free throw line, uh, and he's been much better. Fifteen of his last thirty from beyond the arc. I mean, that's. You know, Cliff said if we get him some more production, uh, some more minutes, he'll be more productive, and we've certainly seen that. But he's got to, you know, stay within his limitations. Uh, and Mo has got to do. You're right. He's got to do what he's done the last couple of games. Yep. And, and you know, if if he can free up Terrence and set, you know, he's still working on that. You know, the the difference between setting a hard screen or slipping out to knock down that that three, which he's gotten a couple of them here the last couple of games. So. You know, he's still feeling that out, but uh, the the bigger he's able to get and free up Terrence a little more, I think that helps. Uh, but what he's done defensively, I, I think, has been very encouraging and grabbing rebounds and blocking shots and, and just and he's talking a lot on yeah. the low block, which has been fantastic. And, and you made that point yesterday. But um, And then if you come in and knock down some shots, too, obviously that's a huge help. Yeah, for sure. And and you mentioned uh, Gary Clark Jr. brought back for his second 10-day uh, contract signed this afternoon. Hey, pack the Amway Center, see the Orlando Magic face the Miami Heat this Saturday. You won't want to miss a moment of the action when the Magic takes on Jimmy Butler and the rest of the Heat. Get your tickets now at orlandomagic.com. Show your pride for Magic above all. More Magic Drive Time when we come back right here in 96.9 The Game. Our magic never compromise on the court. And magic fans don't have to compromise when it comes to diamonds, engagement rings, and fine jewelry. You always get more at International Diamond Center. IDC is Florida's leading jeweler, recognized statewide for excellence in every category, selection, value, and trust. And that's why we've been named exclusive jeweler of the Orlando Magic again this year. So come visit one of our eight showrooms across the state or 24-7 at shopidc.com forward slash go magic. International Diamond Center, where magic fans shop for jewelry. Witness magic above all at Amway Center when the Orlando Magic face the Milwaukee Bucks on Saturday, February 8th. See the team as they battle Giannis Antetokounmpo, Chris Middleton, and the rest of the Bucks. Don't miss out. Be part of the excitement of one of the biggest games of the season. Get your tickets now at orlandomagic.com to see the Magic play the Bucks Saturday, February 8th. Tip-off is at 5 p.m. Hey, Magic fans, here's a pass that always leads to a score. 
Buy or renew a qualifying Walt Disney World annual pass at Amway Center this season and score a free Orlando Magic Nike Swingman jersey in the color of your choice. One annual pass gets you a year of theme park magic at all four Walt Disney World parks and an Orlando Magic jersey. That's twice the magic. Visit the Orlando Magic team shop at Amway Center or orlandomagic.com slash annual pass for more information. Magic fans, are you in need of a new roof? Roof damage is not always visible from the ground. In order to make sure your roof is sealed and secure during rain and hurricane seasons, call Carol Bradford Roofing today for a free roof inspection. As the official builder of the Magic, Carol Bradford Roofing is a licensed and insured family-owned company who's been trusted for years to provide quality work and products to protect the most prized possessions under a roof, your family. To speak with a professional today, call 833-237-ROOF or visit cbroofing.com and mention the Magic to receive $500 off your new roof. Chick-fil-A has teamed up with the Magic to reward fans with free original chicken sandwiches. If the Magic hit 10 or more three-pointers in a home game, everyone in attendance of that game will win a free original chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A. Trying to go around him, can't. Over to Isaac, 4-3, J.I. up and in. All you have to do is take your ticket stub or your redemption offer in the Magic app into any participating Central Florida location for a free original chicken sandwich. For official rules, visit orlandomagic.com slash Chick-fil-A. This is Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic, celebrating big wins and the work that gets you there. For those who use disappointments, turning them into opportunities to learn, to grow, and to thrive. For those who rise every day with the sole purpose of improving on who they were yesterday. The experts at Evan Health support you. For proving we all have the power to rise to any challenge. Evan Health. Feel whole. Exciting news, Magic fans and pasta lovers. Olive Garden and the Orlando Magic have teamed up for a delicious giveaway. When the Magic make three or more dunks during a home game, everyone in attendance receives an offer for buy one entree, get one free. Just open your Magic app after the game to receive the voucher. So grab your tickets for the opportunity to score this mouthwatering deal. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you got to do what you got to do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you want to do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do the do. This is Tance Ross of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time on Orlando Sports Leader 96.9 The Game. Thank you very much, Mr. Ross. He'll be back on the floor on Saturday at the Amway Center. Magic Miami Heat. Get a little revenge against these guys, hopefully, after uh, they took it to us on Sunday. Welcome back into Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman here with you, 96.9 The Game. Dante Marcatelli is with me. He's on the phone, and you know what? Let's do a little hoop scoop. As part of our obligation to you, the fan, we've spent countless minutes scouring the internet today to bring you the hottest NBA topics. This is Hoop Scoop. All right, little Hoop Scoop here. Dante Marcatelli, did you see what Chris Middleton did last night? Wow. Unbelievable. Only one in NBA history to, to put up those numbers with that efficiency, including the three-point shot. Was that impressive? 
it, it's mind blowing, and it, and it makes me wonder. Um, you know, obviously Giannis was out last night. Is he? Let's see. It was fifty-one. It was ten rebounds. It was six assists. Is he? And now, granted, they were um, they were playing the Washington Wizards, and I think I could score against the Washington Wizards. But is he like? Is he the most underrated star? I mean, I don't think he's quite a superstar. But who is who is more underrated than Chris Middleton across the league? But Jake, is he? Is he potentially? Could he be if he wasn't on that team? Exactly. If he got a higher, if he got a higher usage and you put the ball in his hands more, every time we play that guy, he is about as efficient as it gets. And we've seen it for years now with Milwaukee. He doesn't get as many opportunities because everything's going to go through Giannis. Uh, but you know, if you need him to just spot up and knock down shots, he does that. If you need him to create. He does that. He's a little bit neutralized last year in the playoffs against Toronto, mm-hmm. uh, but who wasn't? That was such a, a defensive team on a championship run. But I, I don't. I, I tell you what, he, he's doing that more and more this year, and I think he is as underrated uh, a player as there as there is in this league. I, I, I would completely agree with that. He, I would imagine, will be uh, selected an All Star tomorrow night when we find out the reserves. Who, when you go through the East, you know, Bam Adebayo, I think is a good one to uh, to sort of debate. I think Kyle Lowry, um, the guys in Indiana. I mean, I think you got to get some Pacers in. How do you think this is going to to shake out? Who's going to be snubbed tomorrow? Zach Levine, maybe he's putting up great numbers on a Bulls team that's playing a lot better as of late, but still on the outside looking in as far as the playoffs go. Who's going to be snubbed in the Eastern Conference? You think? Yeah, I, I think it is ultimately going to be Zach Levine. I, I think, you know, you know, Jimmy Butler is going to make it. You know Bam Adebayo is going to make it because you've you got to put two Heat players in there. Yep. You've got to put a Pacer in there. Pacers are playing so well. I, I think Sabonis makes the team. Yep. I, I think you got to you got to put him on that roster. I don't know that Malcolm Brogdon's ready, but maybe it's him. You know, maybe it's one of those two guys or, or maybe both. I, I think they have to be on there. And then I, I think the question is, are you going to get Tatum and Brown? Right. If you get if you get Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, uh, then they'll be. I, my fear is, and I don't think it's going to happen, is that they'll get Tatum and not Brown. And I think Brown's even having a better season. I, I, I would like to think, you know, Jalen Brown would not get overlooked. But he could be a guy. But I, I would expect him to be on that roster. But even as well as Zach Levine is playing and the Bulls are making a charge, I, I do think – He's a guy that's going to be left off that uh, is going to be left off that list, and and you know another guy too, uh, Bradley Beal. I, I I don't know if Bradley Beal is going to make the NBA All Star team. I think he should, but that team is you know struggled as well. He's what top top six or seven in scoring. You would like to think he'd be on that roster, but uh, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. It just depends on what they value uh, when they vote for that position. Yeah, I mean, Brad Bradley Beal is obviously an all-star, right? He's averaging almost 29 points a game. Absolutely. Uh, but Absolutely. he's, you know, he's played what 39 games um, over the course of this season. I mean, he's hey, he's been hampered with injuries, and they're not a great team. Um, that's going to be interesting because I, I think it, w- when you start to do like the marketing perspective, like you need Bradley Beal at All-Star Weekend uh, no with the way. way he's played and just the personality, and 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 he literally is one of the best 24 players in the league. Um, I would say, but that's going to be that's intriguing. Why I think that's why, and I agree, and I think he makes. It. I think Brown and Tatum make it. And so you're looking at all those positions. I just, I just don't think that leaves a spot for Levine. So I think about, I think eventually. Uh, ultimately, Levine does get left off that list, and and sadly, you know, if Nick Vucevic was having the year he had last year, he'd be in that conversation. Uh, but you know, I, I just he's missed a lot of games too, so I just don't think he gets that chance. No, yeah, I think the injuries um, uh, to Vuce probably plays a role there, and and as we know, I mean, if you're a top five or four team in the Eastern Conference, like you, they're going to make a point to make sure you have a representative at All Star Weekend. Everybody else is kind of left, uh, I guess, to to sift through the ashes. 
Dante, appreciate it. Thanks so much for the time. We'll talk to you uh, tomorrow night, okay? Okay, you got it, man. Thanks a lot, Jake. All right, there he is, Dante Marcatelli. My name is Jake Chapman. This has been Magic Drive Time. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition right here, 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Be at Amway Center and see magic above all when the Orlando Magic face their home state rivals, the Miami Heat, on Saturday, February 1st. Watch Markel Fultz, Aaron Gordon, and the team as they battle Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, and the rest of the Heat. Magic rebound and run. Look out, Fultz going to the rim. He'll pack it down. The Tomahawk, Markel Fultz. Buy your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com to see the Magic play the Heat. Saturday, February 1st at 7 p.m. You won't want to miss this big game.